0: Hello everybody, welcome back. Today we are joined by the amazing Russell Rosé and Holiday, um, two of the minds behind uh, the Solaris, uh, alien, dance raves, house for the gods, and the fish, and the aliens, and the CEO cow, place. (laughs) Anyways y'all, this is a, an amazing episode. I loved it. Um, it just feels good to get really positive, radiating like energy from other creatives and entrepreneurs just really getting it. And I hope y'all enjoy it. We talk about, you know, what they who they are, what they are, who Solaris is, why Solaris is. And then like why are we as people and creatives here in Greenville? So I hope you again enjoy um, I love you. I hope you're taking care of yourself. Um, if you got tickets to this, uh, the Solar Starleaf uh, show on Saturday, congrats! It's gonna be really fun. Or uh, it's gonna be really fun, you know. And um, can't wait to celebrate with you. Um, again, I love you. I hope you're doing okay. Uh, take care of yourself. Drink some water. Uh, go lay out in the sun or something. Go touch the earth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love you. I hope you guys enjoy. Bye. Wow. Hello. Today we have uh, two couple of really cool people in the building, and we're about to start this podcast. Wow, I sound like super, like, I don't know. Oh, it's so loud on my audio there. Yeah, I'm going to turn that down just a little bit. So we have Russell and Holiday here with us. And. Hello. We're going to go ahead and, like, introduce y'all. Go ahead. Let's start with Holiday. Who are you? What are you doing?
1: Hey, I'm a 26-year-old virtual production manager. I own my own company that basically handles interactive experiences. Um, And that's what I do during the day. During night, um, I host my own shows. And it's a pop fusion, electronic fusion. And uh, this is my business partner, Russell. So
0: Yeah. So... I like muffins. Let's start that out real quick.
1: That looked like a really good muffin.
0: It was a great muffin. I'm Russell. I am a DJ, music producer, and event professional, baby. Wow. I Got an event company here in Greenville, South Carolina. We specialize in everything, lighting, sound, um, and secret alien raves, so. Secret, secret. The, yeah, weddings and secret alien raves. so. Yeah, <laughs> we love the show. Total dichotomy I'm living in right now, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, how long have both of y'all been in, like, the music scene around Greenville? We're in Greenville, South Carolina, for people tuning in. Um, Greenville, South Carolina, we. How long have y'all been um, doing music around here in the upstart? Okay. I'm going to just say it. I've been doing this shit since I was, like, 15. <laughs> I'm almost 30. Controversial okay. 15 years old music. <laughs> Child labor. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I literally started as a, I started in my bedroom at 15, and then by the time I was 18, I was doing gigs as a DJ, and I literally have not stopped. Just the way it's gone about in life has changed a little bit. So heard about fi- about 15 years. So yeah. nice.
1: Um, I guess this like, is holiday, by the way. Sorry, I, <laughs> I'm doing bad
0: about like who's talking. No, this is okay. holiday talking. Um,
1: I think that I s- really started doing stuff musically here in Greenville about like three, four years ago. Um, that was when I first started doing my interactive. No, sorry. Four years ago, I like just started and like I met a bunch of people like two years ago is when I started doing my interactive key shows. And for the people that are listening that don't know about that is like I send out a three-dimensional key to one of my fans or like a bunch of like of like hand-selected fans, and like they're invited to come to like an interactive performance experience. Um, I've done like three of them here in Greenville, and that's pretty much when we when I partnered up with uh, Russell and we started the um, Solaris concept. So. Work. Yeah. Okay. You. S- what were you talking about these experiences? Like, what is that? Um. So. Okay. So, <laughs> I get. <laughs> this is like huge, but like in, in, in order to break that down, um, so my music is directly correlated to this lore kind of story that I've been creating that has to do with like multiverses and like interdimensional beings and like how they travel through the universe is through these keys. And so in the story, the viewer, Um, or the fan basically becomes like a key master and it allows them to go to different interactive experiences. So these keys like connect me to my fan base. Um, And when I started doing these shows, I wanted like, because I feel like people nowadays when they do any type of promotion for their shows or they do anything like to bring people in, it's always very like, just come to my show. Like, there's never a a story, there's never an experience, and I think, I was actually talking about this with somebody earlier today, I think that what we are lacking a lot in society now is just communal experiences, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I really, really wanted to integrate into my concept from the beginning, and so... I have a background in visual arts, three D animation, uh, music production, like, and everything in between, like any type of art form that I could possibly get my hands on to like learn. Like technically, um, I've reached a level where I can do all of them pretty much professionally, and so I'm mixing all of these art forms in order to encapsulate like the viewer's senses and to really, really create something that uh, is, you know, like a, a spatial experience. The music to me some artists they put the music first which is like obvious because that's their passion but for me my passion is experiences and so the music is just another way for me to communicate that experience and so the shows really is like my my like my bread and butter Mm -hmm. like for what i wanted to do so that's pretty much how it started
0: heard well like i think i went to is it the third one that i went to to that was at the auto body shop Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, the promotion for it and everything that y'all created for it was, like, really sick, and I really didn't know who was involved with this at all, but I remember Russell reaching out and being, talking through the Solaris thing, and I was just like, (laughs) I don't, what, who is this, I don't know, we're just gonna go, we're gonna dive in, and exactly, it was an experience, and I really loved it, and I felt like everybody there was, like, crazy connected because it was this like very special like intimate thought out thing and then the music obviously was like the highlight of it all
1: got yeah i mean okay so for people who don't know like when he mentioned solaris like solaris is this monthly story driven interactive pop-up club rave alien rave from
0: another dimension (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: where basically we <laughs> convert places that are not usually used as venues and we turn them into a like a rave hosted by aliens. aliens. <laughs> and aliens so aliens and a cow. Yeah. Is <laughs> a cow? Sorry,
0: we're going to like <laughs> like random. Is CEO Cow, which is like the spokesperson of Solaris, like is he an alien or is he just a cow? Like, that l- just randomly got, like, y- what's the story? CEO cow is an absolute mystery. Obviously, <laughs> he's a cow on the outside. Right. But little do we know what he is on the inside. Right. He has and a suit and tie and everything. We haven't actually learned that yet. Um, so stay tuned to the next episode of Solaris <laughs> to figure that one out. <laughs> As of right now, the mission of the Space Cow, Mr. CEO Cow, um, is to help the Solaris Republic uh Develop systems and gather resources to further the Solaris um, race. Yes. you know, and, and um, basically take over the Earth.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, we very into that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the the what is it called the um, the base lore of the of the concept is that the Solari are an invasion based race. So they go to different planets and they take it over, right? Heard. Um, they sent. A couple of teenage Solari to Earth, and they figured that the best way to get humans to come together without using any type of force was to party. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> and it and it's been uh, pretty successful so far. I think we have uh, over like two thousand like members now. I think like <laughs> will, willing, will, willing participants. <laughs> They're willing. That's the thing. We <laughs> no all mind control. Up. No mind control here. Right, right, right. <laughs> ultimately, now,
0: ultimately, we're gathering humans to join the Solaris Republic. Yes. That's what this is. Right. And that we're like all going on missions. Yeah. Yeah. Mission uh, Starleaf. Starleaf. Is yes. Like, yeah. Is the next one. And that's going to be uh, here in the store, right where we're sitting. Ooh. It's going to be a lot. Um, I know it was very. Um, <laughs> obviously, you can't fit that many people in this small ass plant store, but we are going to have it spread out so people can breathe. Yeah. Or if they don't want to breathe, that's totally fine too. It's going to be a really good time. I think, right? Yeah. There's going to be hella oxygen in here. The plants. Yeah, it's the plants are gonna be the only oxygen that's gonna be flowing through here. These plants are gonna love our CO two emissions, bro. Come right, on, bro. Oh they're gonna be thriving. They're gonna eat. They're gonna eat well. <laughs> yes, that entire night. So I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. So what like goes behind the process of like planning these things? Uh, Russell, you as like an event planner, and um, Holiday as a creative. Yeah. Um, well, let me. Let me take it back to when me and Holiday like really <laughs> did something together. Still on a journey. Um, so ultimately, Holiday was having a, uh, a release party mm-hmm. for his album at the Rabbit Hole. Is that what it is called? Yes. That rabbit place right next door. And um, we got together. We had coffee a few times and he was telling me about his ideas. And I'm like over here I'm like, these are great ideas. I want to make them come alive like visually, you know. And I was like, let's just get together we'll we'll create a little light show and we worked so well together and now when we come together on events we just start out with a concept we determine what we want people to see visually mm-hmm. um and then we di- design everything around that sorry we're uh, <laughs> like you'll see me like doze off or like randomly have weird facial reactions it's just the people i'm it's people watching my <laughs> adhd yeah, goes no. crazy um, so essentially, like once we have that, that image that we want people to resonate with on that specific show, you know, we'll talk about what are the lights gonna look like, what kind of acts are we gonna have on this event, and then we develop a lore that goes with the story Third. around mm-hmm.
1: that event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're really focused, like, the, the, the main focus about everything that we do is user experience, like, from the promotion. All the way leading up to the event the event itself and even after the event like we're thinking we're thinking constantly about how the viewer feels like how they want to like how what what possible ways can we like psychologically allow them to like react you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. humans are so like humans are curious like we're just curious people and there's many ways that like me as a creative and like Russell as a, as a you know it's like I, like I like to see it as like Russell is like the physical side of this and I'm like the the emotional like like the mental kind of like ether <laughs> like you know what I yeah, mean yeah. side of it. and so together we work really well because it's like he's like I'm really good at, at like working with him and like maintaining a good structure to the ideas mm-hmm. and he's really good at translating those into physical things. That's perfect. So, yeah. It's like it just it just came about that way and like we're just going to keep going. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> no,
0: and it's a beautiful thing, especially like uh going back I- again on how well How long have y'all both been here in Greenville? In Greenville? Yeah. I've I literally grew up here. Okay. Yeah. So you've been here went your entire time. You went to the governor school, right? How yeah, yeah. I went to the, I went to school. the governor's I went, school. I went to the, <laughs> <laughs> went to the fine did. arts center. So we both had mm-hmm. a part of our childhood, at least mm-hmm. part of it, yeah. um, in here in Greenville. Heard. Um, yeah. You know, Greenville was a very different place. Very different. Yeah. So a lot of I mean, well, I'm we gonna got a do this. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> gone. It's gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's totally different now. It's uh, yeah, I went to school here um in twenty 10 to 2012 Mm. and that was i mean (laughs) it wasn't much to look at and there wasn't much to do in the moment and i was also at bob jones so i couldn't really like do anything but like bless you right 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 (laughs) bless you amen (laughs) um (laughs) but i came back in uh 2017 and uh did cause my ex and all that stuff, Mm. I wanted to start my own business and do all these things. But as I was starting my own business and getting to know like more of the arts culture here, the underground culture, all the things, I found that there was like a huge gap for like really, um, really different things. For me, it was like the queer arena. Like there isn't a lot of like openly out and about businesses or businesses saying, this is for XYZ, this is for queer people, this is for everybody, this is a safe space. And I want it to be everything like I wanted to make sure that the things that I loved and that were not existing here, like if I was going up, I wanted everybody up with me at the like same exact level, mm. and so we did I did that with a lot of my friends who were in the arts, and like they do pop pop ups in here, people who are in food, all the things and so when you guys started this thing, I thought it was very beautiful, and then I was like, "I would really love to do this in the store, and I said that to myself after I left that day. And I was like, that would be really sick. And then you randomly like popped in saying, hey. I was (laughs) like, yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Because I mean, I've been doing dance parties in here for years. um, Every time I have an anniversary and then every random moment someone wants to also plan a dance party. So like it was a no brainer for me. Like, yes. Um, Y'all have obviously done and had your experiences and done the work and everything. So it was even better because like what is about to happen June 17th I'm sorry for everyone who wasn't able to get a ticket is going to be like very amazing very intimate and very special yes Absolutely. and 100%. I'm I'm really excited for people to um experience that again here in the store for me personally it's like fuck yeah for myself but <laughs> I could only imagine it could be great for everybody um I think this is going to be a first time experience for I, I mean you've had dance parties here mm mm-hmm. I've never raved in a plant shop. You've never raved in a plant shop. Right. I don't think many of the people who bought a ticket <laughs> have raved in a plant shop. In a shop. plant shop. At a very small ass plant shop so, either. I mean, so, it's going to be sweaty. It's going to be really sweaty. And I don't think uh, y'all understand how cold. actual hot it's going to be. The in endorphins here. are going to be running high, baby. I think so. And I think a lot high. of people are going to be running high. I don't like <laughs> <you>. But um <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> This is a drug-free event. (laughs) This is a drug-free event. You know, yeah. (laughs) Um, Which, which, actually, I'm going to touch on that for a second. Go for it. We are... Whoa. I love the fact that we are not pushing that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I really want, like, we've talked about this, like, these experiences, you're fine to do whatever you're going to do. Right. But I love the fact that we're not like, hey, man, you got to be fucked up to be here. (laughs) Like, I... Right. In general, like... The people who aren't into that lifestyle, I want you guys to come. The people who are into that lifestyle, I want you guys to come. And I want you to experience something that blows your mind Mm -hmm. with or without substances. Mm -hmm. Okay, Right. And I felt like a lot of people (laughs) were like that. I mean... the one I, the one that I went to, I felt like it was very like people were just feeling the music, mm-hmm. feeling their moment. Yeah, there might have been alcohol or whatever, but like I don't feel like anybody was like supremely over intoxicated where it was like yeah. a nasty like yeah, club exactly. shit, yep. exactly like commercial club exactly. shit.
1: We want every one of our community members of the Solaris Republic to feel like safe, you know, partying with us. You know, it's like the DMs that I love to get, like mostly it's like from people saying like yo, like, when I go to the club, like, I just keep getting approached by other people, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, I can't just go dance, like, by myself, like, I can't just, like, hang out without some stupid going on, and it's, like, but I went to your event, and it's, like, everybody that I met was on the same vibe, everybody that I met was, like, you know, not there. I feel like when you go to a club, like, most people are going to a club to find somebody, or, like, to find something, versus, like, with this, it's, like, you're coming here to experience this experience. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, it's like we're kind of like cutting away a huge layer of a demographic that would kind of hinder that experience from being fully enjoyed by people. I mean, we have top-notch security. We have like, I mean, the the way that we run our, like everything that we do is just very, very up-to-date, up-to-standard, and like the safety and like the priority of fun. Like I want everybody to have fun. Like if you if you wanna get if you wanna be on stuff and have fun, you can do that, right? But it's like but if you start acting up, our security guard will carry you out right. with no hesitation. <laughs> and we do not care. You know right. what I mean? It's like there's just like everybody can have fun. Let's yeah. make this a community yeah. thing. The community is first. That's like everything that we do, community first.
0: Right. And I, I definitely felt that energy going to it. I didn't feel any type of way. I felt very safe. Um and it was in a random auto body shop out and the other in a Pelham. Well, I will never be unless this is happening, obviously. <laughs> hey man, live over there. Right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I felt, I felt, I felt really good about the whole energy of it all. It felt very, again, we're all just here to enjoy the music and this experience like together. Um, and everybody was just in a fucking good mood and it was just really good. This is yeah. good energy. Yeah. But, okay i'm gonna like go back a little bit out of the Solaris thing and go back into like more of your y'all's background so what like got you like what what got you into music and are there like certain artists that you would love to like either work with or like feel inspired by or like who like uh, you as an artist like what do you look for and stuff like that for other people you know yeah absolutely um I will tell you that. My experience with DJing, or the idea of DJing, came directly from Daft Punk and the album Discovery, especially, Work. because uh, I was a single child. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just me and my mom. So I had a lot of free time, and I had access to YouTube. And I, th- I found the Live 2007 live experience from Daft Punk. And I liked their music. And I heard them mixing their songs together in new ways live. Right, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I need to be doing that. <laughs> I need that. I okay, need that in my life. And um, I, I mean, it's kind of you know, it's cheesy, but I bought like that DJ Hero game back in the day. Right, <laughs> love that thing. Got expert mode on that, man. Heard. Um, <laughs> and then, as soon as I could get a job, I got a job. I saved up like literally to the second that I could buy piece of gear i bought it and i just kept going man kept going it was a bug i never got rid of it was an itch i just never scratched all the way hurt yeah until now well i'm just itching all over he's just itching i was about to say i was like well he's still like itching he's still going expanded it it changed my life and i'm not even that i'm that might be cliche to say but like straight up Yeah, it gave me a purpose that I didn't feel that I had before yeah no I I totally get that that energy especially like as you're starting a business or your interests or your arts or creatives or whatever like it really just I don't know how to explain it somebody was talking to me about creativity I work at a ceramic studio every now and then and I was just spending some time there and one of the women like was like you are just so creative I don't know like I don't know how to be a creative human, I just know how to like create, like recreate in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, recreating and being a creative human, it's actually, yeah, it comes natural for a lot of people um, who are more artistically inclined, but like it is, creativity is for anybody. It's just, you have to let, <sighs> this is gonna get like, ooh, you just have to let <laughs> go of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you really, sure. it, it really is that, you just have to like, Let go of everything you really know and what, like, the normal truths are and just, like, break them apart. And boom, creativity starts to happen. You start looking at, like, a bottle, but next thing you know, it has, like, five different holes on it. And you're like, wow, that's pretty. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's (laughs) just a ramble. (laughs) But, yeah. You're channeling. That's how I feel about it. Channel creativity. You're channeling something. I want people to feel this energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't even have to, like, again, you don't have to be artistic to be creative. Like, it's, it's... Hard, but also easy at the same time. If you just release the energy and release your mind just a little bit, and uh, n- enough of that. Back to <laughs> <holiday>. <laughs> yeah. What's,
1: what's,
0: what's your story? Yeah, what's <laughs> your story? <laughs> Who are you?
1: Um. Okay. So, I grew up in an artistic household. My mom. Uh, she. If if I want to say like one person that like truly has like impacted the way that I think about just art. And its capacity in general. It's my mother. Um, she has like her like the highest level masters you can get in art. She's, I think she's gonna go back for her doctorate. Nice. Uh, she's like just sh- okay. So I was born in Honduras. Um, for people that don't know that, it's in uh, Central America. Um, most pe- some people don't. Some yeah, some people actually really some, don't. Somebody asked me if that was in Africa once. Wow, I know that sounds. Ins- I know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <Jesus. laughs> so I have to make that clear. But I, I was born there. I moved here when I was like um, moved to Florida when I was like nine, um, mm-hmm. and then we moved from Florida to South Carolina when I was like fifteen, sixteen. I oh, heard. So okay. that's when I ended up going okay. to the Governor's School. Um, my dad. So like, my parents. Uh, they're still. They're still very like in tune with god they're not as religious as they used to be but when they were in their religious phase we'd go to church i would literally live in church like monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday like every single day and my dad was a worship pastor work so like i would literally be like since i could possibly remember i would fall asleep listening to songs being played like bands Mm -hmm. every day like every single day practicing my dad would be playing the piano every single day at the house. Like my little sis like uh, my little sister Sarah, she's um she's 20 now, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but no, she's 21, Christ. Okay, so <laughs> I'm getting old. So <laughs> so like she's a professional vocalist. Like oh nice. you know, it's like just all these creative things just like have been running like in my family since I can possibly remember. And like I never like I, I think a lot of people when they tell me like, wow, like you're like not afraid to make art. Like I think a lot of people's, okay, if there's one thing that I wanna do in my life is completely change how, when people think of an artist, most people, like if you just ask like a regular person, if you're like, tell me what an artist looks like in your head, they're gonna be like a hippie dude that like probably (laughs) smokes a lot and probably lives on a couch and like blah, 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 blah. But it's like my version of what an artist was, was like somebody that like was disciplined was somebody that could use their creations to enhance humanity, Mm. could use their creations to communicate really abstract concepts that most people couldn't understand, but through the art could feel it, Mm -hmm. which is like, I feel personally is like, the truest form of art is just straight up communication. So like, I learned all those concepts at like such a young age. And like, I feel like that's really why I feel like I advanced very quickly because I never had those roadblocks of like, are my parents going to accept me? Mm -hmm. Like, are they going to think that I'm doing a bad job? Like, or like, which is like such an insane gift that I, you know, again, like, you know, thank you universe for that because it's like at the same time, like a lot of kids are equally as talented, but they fall into the trap of performance because they never had that validation. And so it's like, I always had that. Like they were like, keep making art, get better, learn that program. If you suck, it's okay, you're gonna get better at it. There's no point, like it's like just keep going, like keep learning, keep keep exploring, keep reading, keep doing all these things. So it's like I became like a, gra- like a black hole for just everything that I wanted to like learn. And so when I went to the governor's school, it was like super like just like wow, like oh my God, like I'm surrounded by mm-hmm. art every day I women yeah. we'd wake up at like eight have like uh sorry I wake up at like six and like have to like get to breakfast by seven and then like by eight o'clock we're in our first class and then when 12 o'clock hit from 12 o'clock all the way down to like 9 10 p.m sometimes it would just be art just straight art every single day of my life Perfect. for like three for like three years like straight so like after that it was so insane because like you know, if, if there's one thing that I wanna do like within my career is like also redefine art education because I feel like art education is so garbage and like a mm-hmm. lot of kids that are very talented are so limited in what they, I, I truly think that your creativity is only limited by what you are able to like understand and the, and the breadth, the scope of your understanding if you can watch, if you can listen to like Vivaldi and then go watch like the Rite of Spring and then go like look, look at like a, a freaking um, like an abstract artist. And it's like understand that every single one of those things is the same language. Sorry, it's, it's the same communication. It's just being spoken in different languages. Like your brain starts to like, like you start grabbing from everything. Mm-hmm. It's like every little thing. I think that. The biggest problem that a lot of artists, especially younger artists, face today is that, like, they don't know how to research. Like, they don't know how to seek that knowledge because we're so used to just coming straight to us. Right. And so it's like a lot of, like, their uh, creativity comes from, like, what people have already done. Right. And so they're not out there. They're not archaeologists like they're not explorers, like, you know, they're just reconsumers, mm-hmm. which is really interesting that you're saying that that person, it was like, I only know how to resynthesize. Exactly. Well, it's because you never learn how to plant your own seed. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think that, okay, so when, when people call like artists, like geniuses, you know, it's like, I think it's so funny, like, okay, like Kanye, for example, that's like the biggest <laughs> one, the biggest like kind of controversy, I guess, yeah. with me personally, because like, I personally think Kanye is a very average artist. I know that sounds insane because I feel like a lot of people would come at me directly for that. And they'd yeah. be like, how, how can you say that? You've never won 20 Grammys. Like, okay, cool. Not yet. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> like, yes. Kanye himself is not necessarily a creative genius. He's just really good at going other places, finding new things, mm-hmm, and bringing it, it to people that have never seen it. Yep. And that is a skill. Don't get me wrong. If he's a genius in anything, it's that. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's like, but I wouldn't say that he synthesized anything that like Japan wasn't already doing right. years ago or like that Europe wasn't already doing right. 20 years ago. He just brought it he all just, together. He just was, he just had the ability to h- see it, hear it, and experience it first. I would say
0: repackaging or
1: yes, you know,
0: like putting it into a consumable
1: yes. view, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, Which uh, Which is a skill. That's also a skill. Like, don't get me wrong. He is still a very good artist. But what I say is, no, like, not at all. Right. So it's like, I guess, you know, I've I've been rambling for a bit. So let me me get back to the question. (laughs) Let let me get back to the question here. It's okay. You're feeling something. Feel it. My, my, um, (laughs) my, um, a, a lot of the things that I am drawn to, like that they change so much. And it's so interesting because like, it's kind of sad because like, I'm really bad at remembering names, Same. but I will never forget an art piece. Like I will never forget like a song. Like I'll never forget like going to a play or like things like that. Right. And so oftentimes I feel that the greatest inspirations that I have is like, okay, if I can't write a song, then I'm gonna watch a movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I, if, it's like, if, I wanna, if if I wanna create something visual and I can't think of anything, then maybe i need to go to a museum and like feel a physical space right. because i feel like when you start connecting all your senses cuz we weren't meant to just be purely visual auditory creatures like we experience our entire lives through our like through our electromagnetic field that we produce out into the world right. and so like i truly truly believe that if you stay home all day and you don't go outside and you don't talk to people And you like seclude yourself from the environment, this playground that we have outside, it's like I feel like you're gonna limit again yourself to things that have already been repackaged. Right. You know, and so you're just repackaging a repackaged product. Right. And it's like when people say, Oh my god, like my stuff, like for example, right now we're in the trend, we're in the trend world right now. Like everybody is just like, what is the next trend? So I can copy it. Right. Right? Okay. Well, then people think to themselves, how are the people that are coming up with the trends coming up with the trends, right? Because if you think about it, right, uh, somebody told me within the industry once that, like, once a door opens for someone, you can't go through the same door. Once somebody blows up for one thing or once somebody, like, once somebody does something, like, we're never going to have another Doja Cat. Right. Right. Because Doja Cat has already broken through through TikTok like that. That's why every single TikTok artist that's come after that giant surge is Mm -hmm. just a repackaged version, and nobody gives a shit. Because it's like, it wasn't that TikTok was the platform. It was that she used it first, and she used it the way that it was meant to be used, which was, like, she took her experiences and she culminated it in like into into the thing. It's like she she literally said she's like my best content is when I just turn the app on and I just, just go go. Yeah. Because it's like she's not copying trends. Yeah, exactly. She's not gatekeeping herself. No. You know? So I guess I didn't really answer your question, but I think I did. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you did and then you just felt passionate and I love it. Like I love hearing
0: people I I mean I ramble like an idiot sometimes and not saying you rambled like an idiot I just ramble like Mm -hmm. so much but it's because I was feeling something and I always want people to roll with what they're feeling in this exact moment because again it's the experience it's the connection between all of us here sitting right now in this conversation and it's something beautiful and it's something it's honestly very inspiring to hear it Um, just because you know I do have like certain things that you just mentioned like in my head that's why it kind of makes, like, for me as a creative, me as an artist, it makes it a little bit more difficult in a sense of, like, what I put out there. Like, I've been working on clay and Mm -hmm. ceramics for, like, a minute now. Like, I've done it in college, but now, like, full-time for two years. And I just don't really... I mean, I release, like, these stupid little things every now and then because, you know, that just makes money. And, you know, you need money to do things. And... But, like, I have a bigger picture with it. And I'm just making sure that, like, my sound isn't just going to be regurgitated shit right Mm -hmm. like i I, in my body i just really cannot if someone's saying they're doing this like even if like i thought i thought of it on my own or i saw it somewhere else there is uh, also with all this there's no like completely new ideas in the world we're all taking it just making it our own experiences and which makes it different um but like yeah i can't just regurgitate the same shit all the time if someone's doing it already like That, for instance, the plant store looks the way it does because I didn't want it to look like, yeah, it's going to look like every other plant store, mostly because of the plants. But, like, the energy, the feeling that you come in here, I didn't want to follow that stamp, especially since 2020 and 2021 when plants got crazy, where there's, like, this stamp of, like, what a plant store is and what it looks like, what it offers, what it does, because I'm not that, and I never would want to, like, again just a carbon copy of every what everybody else is doing in the moment (laughs) so it isn't very inspiring to hear your (laughs) your whole (laughs) your whole topic it's really great and again I was inspired I think I talked to Russell about this when we first met to talk about doing it here is just like being inspired by each other and other people in our community who are doing different things or pushing for different things um, to happen here, different new experiences that mm-hmm. people haven 't experienced here they might experience it in other places, but we want it to happen here because um there's a gap and there's a need a and there's a lot of people who want it so'll <laughs> I I, I oh go ahead on what you were talking about um with your plant store with your plant shop. Let me restart the camera hold on one second oh, we pause in. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going off? Can't Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on what you were saying about your aspirations with the plant store. You were saying that there are these things that people expect a plant store to be, and yet when you're thinking about that, it's like, I don't want to be that, right? And that's what I love about you. Yeah. That's what I love Thanks. about coming uh-huh. to this store, is because your personality is through the air. Word. It's vibrant. Thank okay. You. Yeah. And that. when when I talk to Holiday, <laughs> his personality, <laughs> his character is resonating. Right. Okay, it's vibrated. and I hope that you guys feel the same with me. Yeah, because I feel like that's yes, that's the ultimate vibe to be on, man. Right, when so I we're
1: th- doing what we're destined to. Be. Sorry, and <laughs> yeah, and are on the right path. <laughs> when I talk
0: to when I talk to you, Holiday, about your ideas, and when I think about my own ideas it's not in the construct of like it needs to be within this industry or it needs to be this you know type of way because especially now i think right <laughs> i mean i'll speak from experience like going through the edm circuit you don't want to play you don't want to play the game Uh-oh. you don't want to play the game <laughs> don't them. don't Tell play them. the Tell game okay <laughs> don't play the game don't fall into the trap don't fall into Being sold this idea that you got to do it this one way because that's how it works. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Holiday, it worked that way for someone else. You got to figure out your own thing. Right. I used to watch these videos and interviews of artists that I liked or that I aspired to be like, and I always left the video or the podcast with this one question that it was never answered. It was like, what was the secret? Right. And I realized there, there was never going to be a secret. It just, everybody had their own circumstances. And some people objectively had more talent or less talent, or maybe they had mm-hmm. more resources or less resources. And everybody right. had a different point of reference. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why in the past couple of years, especially when COVID hit, uh, it was a great time. For not many people. Not many? Okay? (laughs) like, whoa. (laughs) For not many people. Um, (laughs) But because it was not a great time for so many, those who are truly, like, powerful within themselves, I feel, took that moment to reflect and to rebuild everything that they were going to do. Yeah. If you... Screw my camera, okay? It's okay. Screw it. That's a thing we'll have to do. All right. (laughs) You, I feel like the strongest people I know right now took that moment and uh, and just redid their whole life. For mm-hmm. me, it was like, I'm buckling down. I'm going to get my event business going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing my own damn thing because I'm tired of relying on promoters. I'm tired of being booked out and having my expectations like just shattered mm-hmm. because I was like, it can always be done better. And maybe it was just me. But I was like, I got to do my own thing, man. right. I got to get out of this rat race. I got to get out of this frame of mind. Yeah. And ever since then, and the reason why I say hey, COVID was great is because it changed everyone's lives. It did. For better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I think there was a lot of opportunity to change lives for the better. Right. So, um though there were struggles. Yes. I mean entirely. Oh, 100%. was. but um you know a lot of people started their own business. They left their they jobs. Really did. They got Laid off, they got furloughed, mm-hmm. and they were put in these positions where they had to uh, think or drown. You know? Right, they had to think so, of like what was yeah. what was really gonna bring them like actual happiness. Yeah, and that's what again how you were saying that that was a beautiful thing that came out of COVID. I think um, what what's also beautiful is seeing all these people like even succeed, and I, I enjoy it because because again it led into the whole they're doing things cause it was their passion. It was something different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just fucking go for it. Because at this point we live in a city that doesn't necessarily promote all the new and different things all the time. It just has to fit a certain framework. But like, we have the biggest opportunity to utilize that mindset because like, for instance, I stayed here because I know that I'm fucking different. And I know that I can make a difference here. And even though I didn't like my environment, <laughs> I made my environment and I brought people in with me because I didn't want to do it singularly. You're not going to get too far. Yeah, um, and it, like, it allowed me to become where I'm at. I'm not making millions of dollars here, but I feel personally fulfilled. I feel really good about it. Even I was trying to leave during 2020. And I met like a couple of people in the park when we crunched and we worked a little and like, <laughs> they are like you know if you just move to this city you're just gonna like <laughs> become part of the choir at this point like we're all kind of doing it yeah you're different and yeah you're cool and fun and all that stuff mm-hmm. but like you're just doing you're going to just become part of what's already happening here it sounds like you would rather make a difference in different spaces and like have a mark of sorts and like yeah and I think we're all we're all doing that in 2020 again gave us the opportunity to again settle like think about what we're truly doing and what we want hone in our craft
1: and like explode so yeah Yeah. yo i had a you know i literally i literally had this conversation with like i'm not going to name job him but like he has a i mean he's a pretty big influencer and he's like in the fashion realm and like i literally was having a conversation with him about like it's insane okay i've traveled many places i've been across the seas i've been to europe I've been, I've been down Central America, South America. I've met a lot of people. I've seen a lot of things. And I think what that has really offered me is a global perspective, right. which a lot of people don't have. They don't even have a national perspective, right? right? Um, and if you don't have that, let me be that perspective for you. It is the same everywhere. If you are, okay, one quote that my mom told me, or like one lesson that she taught me that has stayed with me, to the day like till the day that i will die is that there is no boring places you are just boring right there's like there is no place of lack of opportunity you are just you are lacking opportunity right like if you're telling okay for example like okay greenville south carolina okay if you come down here your main like image of this place is like you can only make it if you have old money you could only, like, it's like you can only make it if you look a certain way right. or if you talk a certain way or if you, like, have, you have to love a certain type of person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> You know what I mean? In order to fit a framework. And it's like, okay, start reverse engineering everything that is blocking you, right? right. Okay, so if it's money, learn a skill, mm-hmm. okay? Like I don't give a shit what excuse you want to give me. Figure out the complete opposite and then apply yourself in order to what you just said change your environment. Right. Like at one point somebody came into this hillbilly ass fucking town and said I'm going to turn it into a city <laughs> and they did. At one point they didn't have money either. At one point every single person you see like if it wasn't them, it was their grandfather. If it wasn't their grandfather, it was their grandfather. So it's like I'm I'm a true believer that you're either born you're either born like a son of a grandfather or you are the grandfather. So it's like you better figure it out. Like if your parents have resources like to push, then you are gonna face a different type of consequence. Okay, mm-hmm. if you don't have resources, then you fa- you're facing a different type of consequence. But the reward, in my opinion, is so much greater. Right. Like, dude, building something from the ground up and turning around and watching it become successful is like the craziest mindfuck ever. It is because you you're like this. A year ago, two years ago, three years ago, this was a drawing on a napkin. Yep. And now it's a building. Yeah. It's like, now it's a bank account. Now it's a family. Like, now it's like, now it's a generational wealth scenario. Yeah. Like, now it's like, bro, it's like, dude, it's like the connections you make, it's like, I, I definitely think that it's like, if there's one thing in your life that people, like, that, like anybody listening, that it's like one thing in your life that you you can apply today that will change your life tomorrow is apply an ignition mindset don't care about how far you're gonna drive just start the car let's go just go just do it it. even if you fail okay throw it in the trash yeah do something else like you you have a limited time on this earth like take advantage of every single second that you have you know what i mean everybody has a gift not everybody has parents you know not everybody has a house not everybody has, you know, legs for fuck's sake. Like, you know what I mean? It's like we all were born with a lack in one area. It's like some of the richest people I know have no love in their households. Right. Okay. Some of the poorest people I know, some of the poorest people I know are filled with so much love and validation. Like when we moved into this like country, bro, we were dirt fucking poor, bro. But there was oh, like, but we sat around our kitchen table and like we would sing songs and we would talk to each other and we would draw and we would like come up. It's like, dude, I didn't even dude, I didn't have a cell phone till I was in college. Work. You know what I mean? It's like I never had the ability to like ignore my like to numb myself. Right. And at that moment in time, yeah. Was I jealous that Robbie got a car when he was fifteen? Or was I jealous that Marianne had a freaking like, you know, like could could buy anything that she wanted at any given fucking moment? Of course I was. But at the same time, am I jealous now that Robbie is still working at the same fucking stupid ass job because he never developed any sense of discipline or skill because everything was given to him? Hell no. Right. Am I it's like, am I jealous that like, you know, that it's like no. It's like everything that you have in life. If you were meant to be built different, you already know. Right. Like you already know. <laughs> it's really up to you whether you want to take that mantle or not. Because I promise you, if you don't take that crown, the universe will give it to someone else. Right. So. Yeah, you're either him or you're not. Yeah. You're
0: yeah. It's. God damn. Get it. Like going. <laughs> he's going. He's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Wait. Is this the airhorn? horn? Wait. What? <laughs> The air? Horn. Oh no, that's not the air horn. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> there you go. No fucking. It's just hey, the one, yeah. You know how many DJs would kill for that shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the air horn. Oh shit! Here we go. It's real. It's legit now. He's a real DJ. Oh um, no, it, it it really is, and I I, I think. For both of us, I think, sorry, I'm, I don't mean to leave you out of this, but for both of us, <laughs> right, we right. come from families. I mean, you you are an immigrant, but your parents as well. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents were immigrant. I'm first generational. We were just, like, again, we were taught very differently um, how to act. Like, when did, you said, ugh, when did, how old were your parents when they came here?
1: Um, so, they came when I was, like, Nine. I think my mom was like 25, 26.
0: Okay, that's around the same age my parents were. Like that that's just like that's a crazy. different like wow. time my age right now. That's right. insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a different time period and they were taught to be a very specific kind of way mm-hmm. when you're immigrant. That's like all immigrants, yeah. right? Um I feel like immigrants nowadays it's still difficult, but like how to act as an immigrant is a little bit different nowadays back then it was like you assimilate as much as you possibly fucking can. But what I think for both of our parents, we had the privilege cause it is a huge privilege to have parents who yes, realize that they, they have to be some type of way, but they didn't let it bog them down. It, they didn't let it change them. And they let us mm-hmm. as children know that we can literally do whatever we want it to do. Mm-hmm. And that is a really big privilege that like, again, thank you to the universe for giving us. And, um, I think that's what like what kind of the drive is is different and this is what i say like when i started the store this is like for minority individuals and other people who felt very outcast in life you can literally if you feel like you have nothing what's the like what are you scared of at that point like just jump it doesn't matter like this is what i tell anybody opening up a business here or opening up a business period who actually gives a fuck on like how it's gonna be run? Obviously, you wanna make money, so there's certain things you gotta bend. That's just what it is. It's part of the game. Mm-hmm. But like the way you do it is totally up to you especially in this t- in areas like, <laughs> like Greenville South Carolina like if it doesn't exist like <laughs> do it. Take you advantage. have right you have all the power you have all the
1: you don't have rules essentially like you could do whatever the fuck you want and just like uh, god we are like on a kick of just like, like, fucking it's like do how it. many movie production production companies are in LA how many movie production companies are in South Carolina right yeah. like you really think there's not people here that want to make movies right like you don't think there's people here that want to spend like five hundred thousand dollars on like a premiere or like to invest as a producer like you really think there isn't some 80 year old man out here with like billions of dollars that like just genuinely wants to get back right just find them seek them look for it it takes a lot of work bro half the time when people tell me like i've tried if you were to show me what you it's like if you were to show me what you're doing every single day i promise you you are not doing everything you possibly could like it's like that I think it's like pe- I think people hide behind that because you can't really see. They what do, are doing. and mm-hmm. this let me, is. Let uh, me tell you one okay, thing. go, 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 go. Yes, please. Google,
0: <laughs> YouTube, you can learn anything. <laughs> you really can. Okay, <laughs> fuck your student debt. ChatGPT. I'm gonna be straight up. ChatGPT. <laughs> be straight up. <laughs> Let's write a novel. Fuck your <laughs> student <Chat laughs> debt. Yeah, yeah. Because that shit is on YouTube and Google, and that is where I learned most all of the technical things about getting my business up. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That was it. Okay. Some guy on YouTube who's making money off of my streams who's teaching me how to get my LLC right. Okay. It's there. And that's why I can't stand fucking complaining. Right. I really can't. Also, it's <laughs> like it's hard because like, yeah, we get it. It's nerve-wracking. It's scary. Obviously, financials play a part. Like, it's all those things, right? But you just were like, I, uh, oh my God, I'm about to be that like Kim Kardashian meme where it's like, do the work. You have to do it. (laughs) You just have to do the work. That's the fucking thing. It takes a lot of work. Like, I don't think a lot of people realize like how much work it took to just get to like where you're uh, obviously where both of you are at and where where I'm at as well. I was sitting out in the heat in farmer's markets almost not selling anything half the time i was selling plants on a board y'all like that's what i started with and now we're here <laughs> and i remember just like of uh, whenever i did these pop-ups people were like oh mm. a plant on a board mm. well good luck mm. and i'm be like yeah i mean i loved it so i'm like yeah mm. of course it's gonna be fine and like here you are it's yes. it's honestly just about a lot of work a lot of a gusto lot of <laughs> yeah, I don't want to fancy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, we got curved tables now. It's crazy. Curved, curved wood I'm gonna, table. I'm gonna be straight up with you, AJ. I think part of that just goes into your intention, right? And if people can recognize your intention, yeah. they will believe in you, yeah. and they will support you. Yes. And I think that's why some people fizzle out. Right. Maybe their intention's not there. Right. I've seen a lot of people with great intentions. They go up. and i see people with bad intentions and i forget about them you forget about them because they're not around anymore they're not around anymore it wasn't (laughs) about it wasn't
1: about the real shit bro first place it's it's that it's it's like that kobe bryant story where he said like please forgive me if i get this wrong but like the the premise (laughs) is still here so it's like kobe bryant was i think he was like he was like practicing with michael jordan and like he was like oh my god like I'm about to learn from Michael Jordan. Like, holy shit, this is like him coming up, right? And it's like, this is the big moment. Like, he's gonna teach me some secret, like, fucking (laughs) technique, some quadratic equation to hit a Mm -hmm. three-pointer every time. And then it's like, he gets out there. It's like, Michael's just looking at this TV. He's just like, bro, look at this shit. Look at this shit. And Kobe's like, what am I looking at? (laughs) Like, it's just a game. And he goes, no, look, look at his feet. Look at his feet. Like, look at them. He goes, that's like, that's art. What he's doing is art like that. He, he crossed me right there. What he did was art. And it's like, bro, if you are not obsessed to that fucking point with what you were doing, you need to rethink your intentions because right. that obsession is what will drive you through the moments of quote unquote. There's seasons, bro. Right. There are seasons in every aspect of your life. OK, what will drive you through those seasons? One yes. is preparation. But two. Is that love? And that's what you said. Right. That you didn't say I liked it. You no. didn't say I thought it was cool. I thought it was neat. No, you said I loved it. Yeah. So it's like that is the critical. That is the critical little piece. It's the itch. You it's the itch. Scratch. Yeah. You don't play no, it's the itch for it's it's the the itch. no, scratch. Bro, it's like I mean, <laughs> if again, if you're playing basketball for the money, the girls, and the fame, you're never gonna get into the NBA, right? Ever, because I promise you, that stuff that I just mentioned. Is that's the cherry and the icing, like that's the whatever. That's the that's the that just comes with it, like Like, that. Oh, that stuff. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like (laughs) it's like these dudes. These dudes are just like they're making so much money passively because they just they don't care. They're just practicing. Right. They're constantly practicing. They don't care that the check hit. They don't care. They're like, okay, I'm getting paid. Cool. Like,
0: what about when it does hit, and the people who don't use it right, you see them on the headlines. uh, You see what happens when you don't exactly right okay. yeah yeah do nothing without intention um i forgot what solange song i heard that from but do nothing without intention um <laughs> it's really true i th- i think it took actually a, a bit for even for myself to believe it because i do stay literally i think i told russell this is why well. i stay in my own fucking world okay. i really do it's mostly again the the whole thing about being let down or like trust issues for me it was like certain trust issues with people or just not being included into it. like i still deal with that feeling now i feel of really not included in a lot of things and so that's the, like, letdown of it. And it's not even, like, I want to be, like, in this because, like, oh, it's me. I'm part of this. I'm doing this for X, Y, Z. The whole point of my existence is to literally just make sure we're all in this together, right? Mm-hmm. That we're all doing it. It's big team effort, big... Um, yeah, big team effort, and so, like, I always want to be a part of those things, but I still feel left out, so I stay in my own little world, and then I'd lift up the people around me who feel a little bit like they want to do the same thing, or they feel lonely, I think we spoke about that, feeling lonely in where you're at, like, I feel hella lonely where I'm at, and it took me forever to even listen to people talking about, like, oh, the store is great, the store is this, you are a different vibe, you are a different energy, it took, like, that's a lot of, um, self-working, self-love things that I needed to deal with and to finally be able to say, yeah, I know I'm different and I know what I'm presenting is different. I know I radiate really, like, amazing energy. I feel it. I feel amazing and I want everybody else to feel amazing. It took forever for me to say that and, like, now we're here and, it again, it is such a blessing and amazing to hear uh, fellow individuals and fellow creatives within the same environment doing the same thing. So I'm hoping... This whole ass conversation lights a fire in a lot of people's asses to like just go for it, right? Just do it. Like, go for it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. Turn it out. (laughs) This is
1: hella positive. We vibrating. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just, just, I mean, just just for example, it's like me and Russell would not be doing anything that we're doing today if it wasn't for every single time someone told us no, every single time we failed at something. And every single time we doubted ourselves, but decided to keep going anyways. Mm-hmm. So put that that's into true. perspective, right. you know. And it's like I haven't had a job in six years. Wow, fuck you. You know, I'm just kidding. So it's like that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like I, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> you know, it's like just do it, just do it. Even when it's it sounds crazy, if you believe it and you trust it, there's a reason. Like, right. There's a reason. Like please, let me be the validation. Please, please. Bro, like it's I wanna give I want to give a yes. tidbit here. Do a tid. Uh, f- and a bit.
0: For as many times as someone comes up to you and compliments you or recognizes your work, try to give that out 10 times over. Mm-hmm. Right. And watch your community flourish. Right. Watch it flourish. Freaking build yeah. other people up and they will build you up too. Right. It, it warms my heart when I go to a place mm-hmm. and it's just someone where we connected maybe years ago at an event and just being a kind person will benefit later in life, man. Just, just please go out of your way to support others. Right. Please, please. Yeah. I like, yeah, (laughs) no, (laughs) it's big time. Like, yes. Anytime. Someone asks about, like, how am I functioning, like, here? How am I still here? X, Y, Z. Like, wow, five years. Coming up in July now. Like, all that stuff. Like, it I'm was clapping for you. Thank you. Thank you. I, Look, five wow. years. Holy shit, We fucking man. did it. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know which one you're in. The applause. Oh, will. the applause <laughs> will work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it it took a lot. And, like, again, I say this every year, almost every time I post on anything. I, like, truly love anyone who is supporting me even the ones that are not supporting me because you know it's it's still I don't care but like everyone's supporting me because I still am amazed that people walk in that door and buy something or that want to collaborate on anything it like it truly it truly is amazing I just lost what I was getting at it was in there oh girl yeah this is why she's trying to get on ADHD medicine here we are (laughs) um but yeah it's again like oh the kindness thing there we are (laughs) I always tell people first and foremost first and foremost just be like genuinely kind. Genuinely kind. Again going back into the intention thing like listen, we're all going through shit. There's a lot of people who are terrible. Like why are we adding to the problem? <laughs> like I would never want anybody to like if like I would only want to treat people exactly how I would want to be treated, correct? So like I like my energy which is Like, I always know that I kind of always am in this random, even in, like, my worst states, I still have this random, like, positive thing still in my head that keeps me going, right? Mm -hmm. And I always wanted people, because, like, I suffer with anxiety, um, undiagnosed depression, but, like, the SADS, you know what that is, and Mm -hmm. all that. And, like, I never wanted anybody to feel that way. And I think it's because my mom was also a nurse. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen a lot of people, a lot of her patients were always, like, on their deathbed, right? Mm -hmm. And they're, like... Don't waste your energy on shit that doesn't truly matter. Like always look at the bigger picture, always look at things from multiple angles because we're all going through something and we just don't need to continue to add to this negativity and like what's going on in the world. That's why like for me posting on social media when there's like so much shit happening is like very difficult because I hate perpetuating it. For me, I want like, I want people informed and it's not hard to be informed in the day and age we are. Like you, you you have to not have a phone. (laughs) Go out of your way to not see (laughs) it. Right. Uh, But like, again, people still talk a lot too and whatnot. But like, I don't like adding to the negativity. I want to show what my positivity is doing to fix the negativity or change things. Like I do a lot, we've done stuff as a community with the city council stuff, with like the library banning, the all the anti-LGBTQ things that have been happening recently. I mean, even within the events world, I know the events world is going through it right now as well. And, like, <clears throat> it's just, like, I i always push for people, like, always just genuinely be kind to humans because you don't know. It's, like, <laughs> this is so, like, cliche. You just don't know what people are going through. No, so, like, like uh, it, its it's just... It's so easy to be angry and I think there's this one guru human I forget his name but like you know being uh, love is a choice it really is and you can choose to be a very loving person or you can just choose to be a ball of shit at least just stay at home you know what I mean or like stay in your own thing. But, like, yeah, going about, uh, about atten- intention and everything, like, be genuinely nice to humans, and it honestly is crazy what it could do for you. Like, I didn't, d- I wasn't nice to people for the sake of getting forward. I was just, I want people to feel good just as much as I feel good. So, like, do that. Watch you grow. Like, take out all the rules, take out all the things that hold you back and just empty yourself as a human for the most part, except for what, like, you know, Love at the core of it. That's what I always am about, and it literally gets you so far. Love gets you far. Love and, moves, and that's downloads. why his plants look so good. Yeah, can right? we just? No. I mean, that's <laughs> why they look so nice, <laughs> right? I want this to be like, my like my liver. It's a mood. <laughs> yes. I mean, you can for the price of blah blah. Yeah, blah. Right? right. I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> hey, you did change my life though. Like with my, the plants. Like I came in and bought some plants from AJ, and. They have made the biggest difference in my room, like Molo Studio. It's crazy. Like I love them. Right. I love them. It just reduces everything you like, even talk being around it. Have, I have like, to buy one. Right. Oh <laughs> my gosh! You might have to take <laughs> care of it. I have to get one. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got but, a little humidifier for it. Oh shit! Like, you yeah, are really yeah, going? Yeah, yeah. Oh damn! My girlfriend told me to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's great. She obviously knows how to take care she of things, does. so that's awesome. Um okay, so we're winding down here. <laughs> I guess we're going to have like like uh, some closing words. Is there anything yeah. Russell that you would like to close off on, have shout outs on, things for people to do on their time after listening to this or whatever? Um yeah, I want to shout out the universe for putting me here in this moment right now. Right. I think that was a, I think this is great. I was really excited about this. Uh, I want to shout out all the creative people in Greenville mm-hmm. who are not being the type of person who goes, um oh, I'm shooting on Greenville, and they're actually making the changes that they want to see, because right. this city is awesome, and it has the potential to be even greater. Right. So let's build this shit up, okay? There's a reason why people are moving here, right. left and right. Let's make all them right? stay. No. I want to shout out <laughs> all of my homies, because they've made a big difference like anybody who's my homie and you're if you're watching you know you mean the world to me okay thank <laughs> you thank you for your friendship <laughs> and then i want to shout out my mom because <gasps> she is the person who has always encouraged me to have the love and to treat people with kindness and to um kind of let that shit go sometimes what's your mom's name my mom's name is nina happy belated birthday Nina. yeah it was her birthday yesterday this. So, yeah, happy birthday, yeah. Mom. And um, I'm really excited for June 17th. Hell yeah. Uh, I think that this room is going to be chock full of love.
1: It <laughs> <and laughs> will be. Yeah. And some sweat. And, <laughs> and some sweat. And some house music yeah. and oh, all
0: yeah. that goodness. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, the memories that we're going to make from that are going to be amazing. Yeah. Last a wait. lifetime. Yeah, they will be lifetime right. celestial right. memories. Yes. How about you, buddy? <laughs> right.
1: Um, I just... uh. I want to thank the Academy. <laughs> I want to thank. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, nah, man. Like, if you're, if you're listening to this, I just, I just want to let you know that, like, you know, if you haven't heard this today, then let me be the person to tell you that I see you and you're special and you're valuable. Mm. And every piece of you was perfectly crafted and divinely made in order to propagate the divine mission that you have in your life. So if you needed that, let me be the one to tell you. Fucking
0: work. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Wow, we are like so feely. I love that. That is like my favorite thing. We are vibrating very good energy and I'm really happy for everybody to listen to this. We love emotions. Ah. Um, But yeah, we're going to cut it off here. Thank you all so much for being here and for doing this and for collaborating and all the other things. I'm really, again, excited for June 17th. And... Yeah, I love y'all. Love I hope you. To, I hope to catch you, you on the next one. Okay, goodbye.
1: Bye.